Good evening, everybody. This is Cover Four with the guys. I am your host. My name is Nick. I got the I got the boys with me. I got Terrence. How you feeling tonight, man? I'm feeling really good, man. You know, team doing well and ready to get into this uh, topics with y'all tonight. All right, all right, Marquise. How you feeling, man? Feeling straight. You know, not doing too bad. Got a fresh cut. You know, long live the King of Memphis, Young Dolph. You know, tragedy, tragedy, bro. Yes, yes. You know, a lot, a lot of. A lot of sadness in that whole whole event. Um, so getting straight into it, you know, we're actually going to start with some news uh, adjacent to Keese's team, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Trace McSorley, you know, he was able to uh, finally get promoted back onto an actual uh, roster for a team. He is now with the Arizona Cardinals. You know, they've been uh, lacking Kyler Murray for some time. They need some quarterback help. Uh, you know, Keese, how do you feel for your man uh, getting another shot and maybe uh, playing in an actual game? Uh, I think it's a big deal for him. I'm proud of him. He did a lot for us, like, you know, just being on the practice squad, helping players get better, stepping in some games. He stepped in the Cleveland game for a little bit. Uh, it's nice to see. And honestly, I think it, it has a weird point of it. Like, maybe something's actually wrong with Kyler because Cole McCoy is winning games. So, like, yeah, unless you're adding him for death or you're like, you know, like, oh, shit, something's wrong with Kyler. Like, you know, because Cole McCoy and Trace uh, Sorensen are two different or it's not Sorensen. I'm just tripping, bro. Can't say this man. McSorley. McSorley. They're two di- they're two different quarterbacks, bro. So like that, what? I don't I don't really get it. But I'm proud of him. I hope he does does the damn thing up there, bro. Yeah. How you feel about it, Terrence? Yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, I'm just thinking, just like he said, I mean, could be something potentially more wrong with Kyler. Uh, but at the same time, I'm also thinking maybe just in case they're without Kyler for a game or two. You know, although Colt McCoy is playing well, uh, I feel like Trace McSorley, I guess, is, you know, more like Kyler. Like, he can bring more of that, yeah. you know, um, you know, dynamic of running the ball, you know, fear the quarterback out of the pocket, you know, read yeah. option type of stuff that obviously Colt McCoy can bring to the game. So I think maybe them, uh, I think they're thinking about, you know, that factor that he brings to the game potentially, just in case they're without Kyler maybe for another game or two. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. always good to have insurance at the quarterback position. All right. So, so going back about five weeks now, remember when the Bills dog walked the Chiefs and everyone's like, okay, you know, Kansas City's having a bad year. That was one. But immediately at that time, we started to say, all right, maybe the Bills are the favorites. They've been crowned. You know, McDermott's doing a great job coaching. Maybe Josh McAllen is closer to Pat than we think. Uh, you know, Stefan Diggs, all of them, their defense is ridiculous. They're going to run that division. Uh, obviously, a lot has changed since that game. The Bills are now two and three. They just got dog walked by the Colts. Is it time to maybe start pressing some alert alert on the Buffalo Bills? Uh, Keys, what do you think? Uh, I don't I, honestly. Yeah, because all the problems that were wrong with Buffalo, we knew from last year what was wrong. Yeah. Their offensive line wasn't that great. Like, it's not the worst, but it's like, I'd say probably middle of the pack. And they don't have a running back, bro. Yeah. How do you not address that? Like, their defense is good. I love their defense. I think their defense is pretty well put together. Maybe they're like a an impact player away, like on the line, like defensive line, maybe one that can get out to the pass rusher. But Greg Russo from Miami is doing great. So, like, I don't really know. The only thing I can tell that, too, is the offensive line. No running back. Relying too much on Josh Allen. Josh Allen regressing a little bit. and But that's the thing. This is all stuff they knew. They knew how Josh Allen played. Like, he's a bit of a loose cannon, kind of got a real man. Like, oh, it's just 
you can hit the panic button. I would I didn't crown because I didn't think yeah. Needed to be I was crowned. saying like the overall NFL noise is what yeah. I mean. Um it, it's crazy. What I was gonna say though is like I they're kind of like in a similar um predicament that like Kansas City was. So remember when people just started playing Kansas City deep and they're like whatever let them get the under throws let them you know as long as we just don't give a big plays let's see and they start you know it looked like that was working I think that you're right Keith I think it's kind of the same thing like all right obviously Josh Allen wants to air it out and he's pretty much their running back and quarterback they're like if we can just keep him from running like crazy uh and just apply pressure up the middle you know it looks like that what do you think it is Terrence yeah I mean I I definitely think it's time for them to you know take a deeper look into the you know the issues that they're having um like you said, like Josh Allen just got paid and he's definitely not living up to that contract so far. So yeah. I think it's an issue. And just like Key said as well, like we, we've known before the season that the running game was an issue. And honestly, we thought that their defense was better to be, you know, just flat out honest. Their defense is flat out underperforming, um, not living up to, you know, who we thought that they were, honestly. Um, and then obviously Josh Allen is – just playing mediocre football and maybe teams have figured them out potentially. Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely think it's time to take a, a deeper look into what's going on. Um, definitely a tight race in the AFC. I know we still have to play them, you know, two times at the tail end of the season. So yeah, it's yep. going to be fun to see. And on the flip side of that coin, you know, uh, so Everyone thought that 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 was about the time. uh, I think the next week was when they played the Titans and got killed. And that was uh, the Chiefs. You know, uh, we were starting to hit the panic button on them. Since then, though, they're now on a four-game win streak. You know, they beat the Raiders. Raiders are having a much better year than expected, especially with all the drama coming out of their camp. Um, And, you know, they were just able to stop the – we know that the biggest issue is their defense, and they just stopped the high-powered offense of the Cowboys, uh, held them to nine points. Um, you know, Pat still struggled, but the defense came through for them. Uh, do we think that they're now going to start hitting some kind of crazy strides? Remember like Tampa last year kind of had an up and down start the season and really hit it right at the end. Do we think that the chiefs are going to get in that realm or have they just kind of gotten a little lucky, you know, cause Aaron didn't play in the game where they played them. Maybe Dallas just had a bad game. Uh, Terrence, what do you I think? think? I think a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of a luck and then also mixed with, a little bit of finding their stride a little bit because defensively they're, they've been playing honestly lights out the past couple of weeks. So yeah. if you want to look at that, I mean, all of us know that this is not the strong point in their team. It's definitely not the defense. So for them to be stepping up and playing the way that they've been playing the past couple of weeks and they're winning games and it's like, Hey, like, are we kind of like playing complimentary football here? What are we doing? So, you know, I feel like the chiefs definitely, I mean, they're finding a stride. They're playing good defense. And, you know, offense, obviously, we feel like at any point can just be explosive, just as explosive as anybody in the NFL. So I definitely think they're starting to find a stride. I think so. Yeah. Keith, what do you think? I think uh, they need to keep playing. Uh, I think it's Juan Thornhill over Daniel Sorensen. I would keep doing that every day, 10 out of 10. And then they did the <laughs> best thing they could have. The best thing they could have did on that defense was put Chris Jones back at defensive tackle. Back in the middle. Yep. That's that where part. he. I, I brought that up because I mean it would have nice to, it would have been nice to see how he is on the end, but I just don't think he's that athletic and that durable for you to have him outside. Maybe and they're so and weak in the internal besides Yeah, that. they're so weak. So I think he benefits there. And they got Mal- Melvin Ingram on the edge. So that helps. Yeah, got, he's definitely helped a ton since he's definitely yeah. sure. and then as long as Frank Cart's healthy for him, I, I granted I think he's extremely overpaid. He got a ridiculous contract. 
Like, if you look at Kansas City's team, I think future-wise they're kind of in a bit of trouble because where their money's tied up. Anthony Higginson's, I think, is getting 10 mil a year or something, the middle linebacker. Tyrone Matthews is going to need to get paid this offseason. Frank Clark's getting 25 mil a year. Like, it, what? Like, it doesn't make sense. But I think <laughs> offensively, I think they're getting a bit of a groove. They got Clyde Edwards to layer back, which is a big deal for them. I don't think having a homeboy throw the ball 50 times is ideal. It's just like I don't think having your running back run the ball 30 times is ideal. But, I mean, it's crazy. I, they're they're rolling. I don't know if they're just going to take off. But if their defense plays good and Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over, I think they could get in stride. I don't know how much they'll take off, to be honest, though, because there's there's still a lot to be that could get picked apart on that team, I feel like. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I definitely agree with you all that. I don't think it's it's we can say that they've turned it around yet. I mean, they are number one in their division now. They've gone from literally last place to first place in this streak. Um, and they definitely look better. But my biggest concern is Pat still looks bad. Like, I know that the defense looks like it's stepping up, but, like, he didn't have a single touchdown and a pick. Um, he's still kind of making error throws. That, I mean, he's definitely still not getting help from his receivers. I don't know what's going on with Tyreek and them, but it's like, I don't know if teams are figuring them out. Yeah, I don't know if teams are figuring them out, but the offense – I don't care how good the defense is playing right now. That is not sustainable. We know that they don't have the playmakers. So we'll see. Travis, I, Travis Kelsey was dropping the ball a lot. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. What's ball. going on with Travis? Everything. Bro? It's scary. Uh, so, so Nick, you do, you, you do bring up a good point, though, about Mahomes. Josh Gordon, too. I, I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, Josh. But, Nick, you did bring up a good point about Mahomes. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I forget. People don't realize this. He played real bad in two Super Bowls. Yeah, but yeah, there is that gap from him and those other dudes. Like, there is a slight gap, but I feel like it got over. Like, people thought it was so much larger than what it really was. They were saying he was better than Aaron Rodgers, which we've yeah. realized is like he still hasn't caught him yet. And yeah. it's like we were so ready to crown him the next goat, and he still could be. I mean, there's he's definitely got that potential, but like we thought he was already there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, People were throwing him over those young dudes like he was just so much better than. Them. I'm telling yeah. you, like I don't know the big difference between. Him and a lot of those dudes. Like, I if he mean, has another season like this, then we're really having the conversation of it, it's he's in that pack. It's no longer that he's the clear favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, for sure. You yeah. bring up the two Super Bowls, bro. Like, you're yeah. like, bro, you play real bad. Like, yeah. granted, the second one, he didn't play that bad. They just dropped the ball. I'll give yeah. him that. But yeah. the first one, he looked awful until the fourth quarter. He was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's definitely been uh, the biggest concern. Um, so, the best team currently is actually the Tennessee Titans. Um, besides the Arizona Cardinals, they're undefeated against all of the like upper echelon teams in the league right now. Um, they did get, you know, smacked by the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are arguably the best. I mean, they're the, actually have the best record. I, I apologize. The Cardinals have the best record in the NFL. The Titans have the best record in the AFC. Um, but the only problem I have is that the other two losses they have are versus the, uh, the Jets and the Texans who are garbage. Is this more of a they're playing down to their competition or is it just they need to get their personnel back? What's going on? And do we believe in the hype behind the Titans? Keys. Uh, they need to get their personnel back. I haven't yeah. seen Julio at full strength. Yeah. I do say that is something that is a big issue. I wish I could see him at full strength because I think he's spectacular. Like Nick alludes to Nick thinks he's the best receiver ever. But I think he's up there. <laughs> That's my dog. I, I think it just shows that they don't trust Ryan Tannehill, to be honest. Because even missing those receivers and them being in and out of the lineup, you still got to produce. Like, I think he's getting paid $25 million a year. 
And it just goes to show, like, they really went off of Derrick Henry in that defense. And I don't yeah. think, granted, before this season, like, Ryan Tannehill had a real consistent, like, numbers, like, kind of how Kirk Cousins does. Like, they kind of have consistent numbers. They ain't going to win games, but they might not throw you out of a game. Or they could, you know? Yeah. So, I just think it puts more pressure on Ryan Tannehill because I don't know if the Titans necessarily trust him. Like, the Colts got the same issue a little bit with Wentz, but I feel like they trust Wentz a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily even, we, I don't, honestly, none of us had them being this good of a team before the season. Like, so their defense, you know, is playing crazy. Yeah, so that's what it and, is. So I think everybody thought they're going to be good because of all the offensive weapons, and it's been the opposite. I mean, obviously, Derrick Henry was exactly. running shit, but the defense is what's, like, blowing everyone's mind. Sorry to cut you off. Keep going. No, you're fine. So that's my point exactly, is their defense is playing ridiculous, and I don't honestly think it's sustainable for them to win games just because, like you said, they're missing Derrick Henry as well, and they're also – Tana Hill isn't playing that good, and then – they picked up Adrian Peterson. I don't know, thinking he was going to be somebody that can come in and fill the role, and they just released him. Oh, there was, so, that was tickets. They were just trying to sell tickets. You know, like they said, they're. I think they're quickly. To, I think they're quickly to to fall off, especially without Derrick Henry. And then if you look at a team like you know the the Colts who are playing, man, they're playing some good football right now. So to be in the same division as that team, I mean, without Derrick Henry. We don't know, you know, what it's looking like him for him for the rest of the season. They said he's coming back in January, possibly. My uh, my big thing about the uh, – and obviously I have close proximity to this because of the way it played out. I think that the biggest problem with Tennessee's offense is I think Arthur Smith really did – I do not believe in the Arthur Smith system in Atlanta. And, and I've come to realize that I don't think he's a bad coach. I just don't think what we have personnel-wise fits what he wants to do. Where it works is in Tennessee. We saw that's why Tannehill went from being like borderline out of the league when he left Miami to being borderline player, comeback player of the year in Tennessee. We've seen what he's been able to do from the play action perspective with A.J. Brown and uh, Derrick Henry. Um, now you add Julio into the mix and let's say he was healthy. That offense would have been insane with Arthur Smith. You bring Arthur Smith to that's Atlanta. True. He's trying to treat Mike Davis like he's uh, Derrick Henry. And I'm sorry, my dude, you are not him. Somehow, Corderell Patterson has <laughs> had, like, he might be the, the breakout player of the year. And I'm not even being biased. Let's Who has been the most surpri- just surprising player this year? Yeah. Might be Corderell yeah. Patterson. Might be Corderell Patterson. Matt Ryan's getting murdered on these play, play action passes because our offensive <laughs> line can't handle it. And he refuses to go away from that system. So, and I get it because that's all Arthur Smith has known. It just doesn't fit. So, I think that's also been the biggest struggle with Tennessee's offense. And despite that, and the injuries, that defense is holding up. I almost refuse to believe the defense is for real because, like, they were so bad going into this year. Um, yeah. you know, but, you know, we'll see. So the playoffs are around the corner, and like Terrence said, you know, they're they're dealing with probably the most dangerous team right now, the hottest – one of the hottest teams right now in the Colts. It's, you know what's funny? There's three – there's probably four teams I don't want to play in the playoffs. Yeah. It's going to be the Patriots, yep. the Ravens, the Titans if they get Henry, and probably the Colts. you say the Ravens? Oh, yeah. you say okay. I, I'm saying, I think, like, period, period. I don't oh, thought you were yeah, talking about no. the Ravens don't want to. I'm play. saying if if <laughs> you're the like, if you're the Bills, the Chiefs, uh, an opposing team, yeah. opposing team, those are four yeah. teams you probably damn sure don't want to see. Yeah, you don't want to see Bill and the Patriots if you're a young quarterback. 
Yeah. Or if you're Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen, you're probably going to get annihilated, right? Yeah. You're If you're any of those other teams, you don't want to have to go tackle Derrick Henry. Yeah. And the way it's looking like, you don't want to have to tackle Jonathan Taylor. Oh, we'll get uh, into that. Times. We'll get exactly. into that. Exactly. And then we'll you got – I don't think anybody wants to deal with Lamar somehow carrying this Ravens team like he is, yeah. which is – I think it's fucking insane. It is insane. <laughs> yeah. So imagine them like you get them in a playoff situation. Granted, like I like I tell you guys all the time, like I don't have the Ravens going to the Super Bowl, but like they could knock someone off on the way like that is trying to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the halftime segment, we every week we go over our top ten players of the week. This week we're getting honored with Keese's top ten players. Uh, Keese, just run through that list really quick. Give us some stats, um, and then we'll we'll discuss. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit you guys with the. Top 10 players of the week. Uh, six through 10, I'm just going to spill off the names of who they are. And then one through five, I'm going to hit you with the stats and where I put them. Uh, I got Kyle Van Noy at 10 for the Patriots. Nine, I got Dustin King. Eight, I got Aaron Rodgers. Seven is Kirk Cousins. Six, Austin Eckler. And then five, I got Colt McCoy. 328 yards, two tubs. He's 2-0 and with the Cardinals. With, oh. with no D-hop. Obviously, he's replacing Kyle Murray. I don't know how the hell they're winning games. No, he's two on one, I think. Yeah, he's two. Well, the other dude finished the game. I think he got he got tweaked, but yeah, he did lose that one game. Okay, my bad. He yeah. dropped. We dropped one. Right, Jonathan Taylor is looking like an animal. He had thirty-two touches, which I think is too damn much for a running back to get. He had one hundred and eighty-five yards, four touchdowns. He also caught a touchdown, so he had five touchdowns. Last person to do that. Last person to do some shit like that. You want to know who it was? Or no? Actually, no. That was that was actually for uh, Austin Eckler's stat because Austin Eckler had two running and then two catches. Uh, it was uh, Maurice Jones-Drew was the last person to do that, I think. Might be confusing it. Anyway, DeAndre Swift is having a hell of a year. I feel like people aren't talking about this enough because Jared Goff is shitting the bed for them. And the Lions, but, period. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just the Lions. But this man – the Browns, though. Bro, this man, DeAndre Swift, put up. At 14 touches, 136 yards, and one touchdown. What? And he's a small back. He's not a big dude. Now, he'd be running in between the tackles. He don't be running like, oh, he all right, busy. we're going to hit yeah. you in the eight hole. We're going to do sweeps. We're going to do pitches. No. He'd be hitting the two, bro, the three hole. Just like, all right, bro, I'm going to do do And just getting off. So, <laughs> I kind of I kind of like that. Uh, Justin Jefferson is safe to say not hitting the sophomore slump. I didn't think he was going to. But he is nowhere near sophomore slump. He is having. He a, said he had something for the Packers, though. Yeah, bro. He had a he year. He, he had <laughs> he had a game day for him. He had the Randy Moss jersey on or shirt on before the that's, game. That's too. when they should have known it was a problem. When he came out in that shirt, that was <laughs> he was coming out in rare form. Bro, he put up eight receptions, one hundred and sixty-nine yards, two touchdowns. I want y'all to know one that's of those Julio numbers. Them Julio one of those, numbers. Bro, one Should've of them three touchdowns, touchdowns. Yeah. he moss buddy, and it looked yeah. ridiculous, right? Number one, I got the big man. I got Chris Jones. Three and a half sacks, five tackles, and forced fumble. He looks ridiculous, bro. He's he back looked, in his element, yeah. He's back in the zone. Keep that man in the middle of the line. He looks great. I like him there, and he's he's a force right there, so I think you yeah. got to keep him there. The yeah, only – the only thing I was going to say, and maybe I'm just getting really hyped off of how he's coming up. The only one I just would have had Jonathan Taylor number one. That's just me personally. But, no, I nah, love your list. I thought the list was perfect. I, I, I mean, I would have put uh, JT first, but I just looked at the touches. And then I looked at – I watched the Kansas City game. And I saw the impact that Chris, Chris Jones was wreaking havoc. Yeah. I mean, you you did. You stopped 
arguably <laughs> the best looking offense in the league. And Dallas yeah. held them to nine mm-hmm. points single handedly at the line of scrimmage through Chris Jones. And, so no, that is and I don't, thing. I don't need no Cowboys fans hitting that shit where they're like, oh well, we didn't have our starting left tackle and we didn't have our number one receiver. Congratulations, the uh, Chiefs. Welcome to really the NFL. Out. No one's had anybody. <laughs> Ravens got twenty people on IR. Sure. <laughs> all right, I ain't, trying to, I ain't trying to hear none of that shit, bro. Kick rocks with all that because at the end of the day, the Chiefs' weak point is their secondary. And guess what? You still had three other good receivers. So yeah. I, ain't, I ain't trying to hear none of that shit. Terrence, how are you oh. feeling about the list? Is there any uh, discrepancies you got? Anybody that should have deserved honorable mention or something? Nah, I liked it. Um, this is pretty good to me, honestly. I had to throw your boy on there, Kyle. No way. I honestly wanted, I wanted him to be a Raven this offseason, but we're kind of thick at linebacker in a way, like not all the way around, but in some spots. And the spot he plays because he doesn't play middle, yeah. he's outside. It's like, damn, we kind of got a lot of people on the outside. He looked great <laughs> in that offense. And I'm excited Listen, to see. I called what, that. I'm excited to see when back. y'all get uh, Jamie Collins back healthy, too. I feel yeah. like y'all I got, the, get him too. Y'all got the old sure. dudes playing stellar. Jonathan, uh, Matt Judon, damn near looking like an MVP candidate. I'm going to just say that. It's, he's he's balling out of control for sure. I'm so, loving every second of it. <laughs> as, we, as we move on to the next one, I, I wanted to make this one special for Terrence because we've given them so much shit all year. We said that they got <laughs> to prove it to us, and I don't think we can say anymore that they're not proving it. So, Terrence, we're just going to do two back-to-back for you, man. We're going to let you blow it a little bit, even though y'all killed my boys this weekend. Uh, Ew. Got that, got that $20. Um, oh, I'm still waiting on mine. Um, man, his word. we got to wait at least one more week. All right, so. <laughs> All right, so Terrence, tell us what has been the key to the success? What have been some stats that stood out to you about the Patriots so far this season? Yeah, so some interesting facts about the Patriots. So we're going back to, I feel like this is how Bill Belichick wants to play football. Yeah. So personnel snaps at 21 personnel, 71. So a lot of two tight end sets. I feel like Bill wants to run the ball. Yeah. I mean, right now with an ascending quarterback and, you know, just having him not, you know, make any turnovers, force the issue or anything like that, be able to control the game, I feel like that's the type of ball Bill wants to play, similar to what we have, you know, Gronk and Hernandez and everything. Um, also, you got Mac Jones completing 70% of his passes. He would be first in the league. He's only behind Kyler Murray, who's at 72%. However, he has played the past couple games. So he could potentially be number one. Hey, I don't play potentially. I don't, I don't mean to shit on that stat, but it's twenty yards and hundred. He he completing all them passes too. But keep going. You say what now? <laughs> oh, here we go. I was trying. Oh, don't make me look it up. Don't make me look it up. Bro, we're, it, we're, we're like number two in deep passes in the league. Hey, but the completion percentage, y'all could be number two we're and like just throwing it. You could be number two and just chucking that bitch down the field and not getting okay. any completion. I'm going to look it up. Don't worry. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. I, I got it right here. Hold on. I got it right here. Hold on. We are 34 completed passes, 20 plus, four at 40 plus, long to 75. Um. It's okay. No. Y'all ain't high up there, big dog. I'm just getting on you. I'm going to look up the percentile for that. But He is he is completing all those passes 20 yards and under, though. Jit is pinpoint accurate with that. And honestly, I don't blame him. I just get more annoyed with the fact that if he throws for 100 and, like, less than 80 yards, and I've seen other quarterbacks do that and get ripped apart for not throwing for more than 180 yards and still winning games. 
Like, I think it's a recipe to win if Mac is winning and not throwing interceptions. But I've seen other quarterbacks get their shit ripped apart for not throwing for, so, oh, you didn't throw for 300 yards. The big thing, which I'm going to tell you, so he is averaging 7.3 yards per throw, so don't be acting like it's just dink and dunk the whole time. However, we are finding our stride for like We're fourth in points scored at 300 and second in points allowed at 177. Then another interesting fact as well, we have three running backs averaging over four yards a carry. Brandon mm. Bowden averages over mm. five, I believe. Mm. So that's a big fact right there. And also over this win streak, we've had, is it either 13 or 15 turnovers? Mm. So in the 13 turnovers over the last five games are more than 17 NFL teams have seen all season. So I feel like the defense is playing lights wow. out. Yeah, JC yeah, Jackson saying pay me pretty much. He yeah. is saying, pay me. Matt Judon saying, I am here. It looks right. great. I hope we do. You want to know something crazy, too, that I also took a screenshot on my phone the other day. I thought it was crazy. So, receiving stats since October 24th. Mm-mm. J.C. Jackson, four interceptions, 91 yards and a touchdown. Odell Beckham, three catches, 24 yards. <laughs> Bro, cut it out. Don't even. <laughs> Bro, you're going to give these people something to talk about about Odell. Man. I thought that, that was man. insane. That, I'm leaving them alone. I just thought you that know, was insane. You know, you know why it's insane? Because imagine you get you get open on a fly route or a cut or a 10-yard fucking post, and I miss you every time. Listen, JC don't keep <laughs> that defense. <laughs> yeah, that's the Baker throwing them damn interceptions. <laughs> so, so, all right, so keeping it moving, we're going to keep letting uh, uh, Terrence ride this wave. Uh, but I actually want to, I you know, Marquis like, like to give him shit. I've been giving him shit all year. So I actually want to take some time and say what I want to say about it. So, you know, they're on a five-game win streak, now leading in their division, the division that and I, that I was one of them, thought the Bills would run run right away with and wasn't going to see the light of day on the next person. The uh, Pats are now in the driver's seat. I'll say this, what Terrence kind of said, what it really is is I think Bill, who's arguably the greatest coach of all time, figured out his personnel and figured out exactly how to play it. He's got Mac. You know, Mac did have an interception. Uh, that's just AJ Terrell is literally the only thing on defense that we have. Honestly, Grady Jarrett's having a bad year. Deion that, was Jones a terrible, that was a terrible throw, too. I ain't gonna lie. When he yeah. threw that shit, I was like, bro, there's three people over there. Yeah. But honestly, Max found his stride. He's willing to do what Bill says. So that shows how smart he is at such a young age. Um, Bill knows to go back those two times. We literally had this conversation not too long ago. We were saying, like, as long as he keeps those two tight end sets and stop, stops going, putting Mack in the shotgun, lets him get under center and run a more pro-style offense like he was at uh, Alabama because um, they got the good offensive line. The running backs are surpri- playing surri- surprisingly well, whether that's Bill's play calling or those running backs are better than we think they are. It's probably Listen, did I not tell you all this about our, off, our um, running game before the season and our whole line was good? You, oh, you did. I'm giving you all the praise. I'm, I'm, I'm letting them be known. You were right. We were wrong. I'm, I'm, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Look, I thought the Falcons were going to win 11 games. Unless we go undefeated the rest of the season, <laughs> that shit ain't happening. But anyway. So, listen, an interesting fact, too, as well. So, over the This man came six- with – Every stat, the Every first, damn fact, the first, bro. yeah, you damn right. Cause I gotta go, y'all. I gotta go, y'all. Y'all try me. <laughs> so I didn't try <laughs> shit. I said y'all motherfuckers go win ten games. Okay, how that's looking for you? I think I said seven. it's looking pretty accurate. Okay, so, so y'all gonna lose every game for me to be right about that. <laughs> <laughs> so over the first six games, when we were two and four, we only averaged eighty six point seven rushing yards. But over our five game 
winning streak, we've averaged 151.8. So I feel like that's what's really helped Mac Jones. Like you said, yeah. going to that 21 personnel and being able to run the ball as well as we have. I can't remember what has, game it was where he had 50 yeah. passes, but I was like, y'all never win games with him throwing 50 passes. That was like if, ridiculous. If y'all had a, a real bell cow running back, kind of how like Jonathan Taylor is for the Colts or like Derrick Henry or even if y'all Cook, got Marlon oh Mack, oh my God. I was actually thinking about this. Imagine if they got Marlon Mack to get in that backfield. Then That's, there's there's some situations where running back like a bell cow running back or just a running back that's like Dalvin like Cook, like no, he looks terrible. But because he's on that Giants, bro, put him on that Patriots team. I'm telling you, my shine. I yeah, I don't. He just he he's playing kind of timid, like he don't want to get injured. But he did just tear his knee, so I get it. Yeah, it's not not the end of the world. I'm and he had Jason Garrett as his head as his offensive coordinator. You're playing on the sorry Giants. Hard. That's what I'm saying. You had a sorry, you had a sorry <laughs> offensive coordinator. Yeah, he got, yeah, fired, Jason yesterday. got fired. Oh, you got it. Listen, you got I can show you this clip. I can show get... you this clip where Dan Jones draws back the pass, and there's three receivers all standing right by each other in the middle of the field. Yeah, it's bad. Like, who is Dan Jones to throw the ball to? They're all literally right here, like nobody knows. They brought the whole bro, defense. Their offensive, <laughs> their offensive line is so bad, bro. I can't even get a correct judgment of Dan Jones. Like, I don't That's think Dan Jones is great. Because you can't even see how sometimes then he looks awful and you don't know what it is. Yeah, you can't exactly. even see how like good is he? Is he like okay, good? Is he like Baker Mayfield good? We're like okay, we just get a good run game. He's gonna go pretty good and maybe excel from there. Is he Kirk Cousins good? Is he, like Ryan Tannehill like you? You can't even say that because he looks fucking awful because his offensive line and that that and nobody knows what route to run. Bro, yeah. they have so much talent at receiver, it makes no sense, bro. The only like, thing the monster, if you think about it. My favorite Holiday, thing about Daniel Saquon Jones. and Kadarius Tony. I mean. They got the pieces. Uh, my favorite thing about Daniel Jones is I've never seen someone that can – because let's be honest, the dude's fast, I, but he's not shifty. Yeah, he's fast. I've never <laughs> seen someone so fast and it be not shifty at all because it's like once he gets to the outside and it's a straight line – Oh, he's not, many, not many people can catch him. I'm like, <laughs> but then when he's got to make a move, he can't do it. It blows my mind every time. I've seen people um, like that. I'm just trying to think. People are like that, though. Like, it's just hard for them to cut. Yeah, but he, but like once it, it's like, he's like, run every time he runs, I'm like, run, Forrest, run, bro. It's just a straight run. <laughs> he's gone. Hey, people don't know. Old boy Tom got loose for like a 10 yard run, bro. I was like, don't and he made. Started. I don't know if y'all saw my tweet last night. How is and I hate the taunting call. I'm not saying that we should implement that, but if all these other bullshit ass things are taunting, how is that, not, bro? He, he almost ball, hit dude. He checked he every dude, box. Too. He checked, put the ball out, spiked it, pointed, did the whole let's fucking go and flex. Nah, he almost hit somebody when he yeah. did that. Yeah, and then flexed on everybody. Didn't get a flex. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. If I if I'm old like he is and I run for ten something yards, I'm oh, I love it. I loved it. I, I, was, I, yeah. I hate Tom Brady, and I love watching that shit. But what I'm saying is, is how how was that, of all the bullshit we've seen this year, how was that not taunting? But I'm glad they didn't call it because that was uh, – yeah, that shit was fucking crazy to watch. And then how about when he slid? He almost took old boy out too. That shit was hey, awesome. Yeah, he kicked – it looked like he kicked him on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie, bro. He's hey, like, that was oh, like, you going to – that was a legit move into a slide. Like I'm like, yeah, damn, bro, he slid good. I forgot he used to play baseball. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Never mind. Yeah. All <laughs> right. No so Tom ain't taking no hits. Yeah. <laughs> moving on. Uh, so we kind of talked about it a little bit with uh, Colt McCoy, and he's been balling out. How impressed are we with the Cardinals that they've still been able to keep winning games? You know, they got the best record in the NFL and are missing the midget. What What are we doing, uh, Keys? How How you feel about the Cardinals? Are they still Are they proving how legit they really were out the gates with this win streak, or are they just kind of you know Moving on because they did beat San Francisco, 
They did they miss San Francisco. They're missing the badass little kid in the backfield yeah. running. But <laughs> I think it looks great. I don't I need them to do what the Ravens didn't do in 19 when they got hot and it looked insane. Is yeah. I need them to get the Super Bowl. They're not my pick, but you can't let this season like how they're rolling yeah. just go down. This could be nothing. your shot. Like this could be yeah. like how yeah. it was for the Falcons in 2016. That was our shot. We know and it's one of those. I saw this. I swear it's I one of those ones. Like I feel like, like for the Ravens, I felt like if we would have got there, it just would have been enough for the following season. Like even yeah. if we didn't win, like same. I feel the same way for the Cardinals. If you can at least get there, those dudes are gonna come back. They're all young for the most part. They're gonna come back even more hungry. But you yeah. gotta get there. And the fact that they're winning these games, shout out to uh, their coach, their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, keep. Yeah, yeah. new too. Now I'll say this. The craziest part about all this is bringing in Cliff Kingsbury because everyone was like, you remember, they drafted Josh Rosen. They gave him one year. They didn't even allow him. You know, they literally took the gamble on both Kyler and the coach. No one knew if it was going to work. Now, yes, they did get so lucky because uh, O'Brien gave them, uh, you know, D-hop for a yeah, bag of chips. So, yeah. but, I mean, the, uh, shout out to that organization to be able to move from one era to the next. I know they still had – Larry Fitz for a little bit, but you know, he was obviously much older. You lost out on uh Kurt Warner and all those years, and just being able to flip around in kind of like a five to ten year window like that. I mean, shout out to that franchise if they can keep it going. How do you think guys? Too? Zach Ertz oh. looked good there too, honestly. Yeah, and they got big yeah, Zach Ertz. Yeah. He does. Um, I mean, I think it's impressive to see somebody step in that's a total different type of quarterback, such as like a Colt McCoy without DeAndre Hopkins. However, I will say they are talented. So I'm not going to skip over the fact that even without DeAndre Hopkins, they're pretty talented at receiver. Yeah. And then also on the defensive side of the ball, we are already know they have a, a lot on the defensive end as well. So, um, so do you, you think know, you're, do you think they're legit? Do you think this is a legit year for them? See, it's or, tough because the, the NFC has so many several teams. Heads. Yeah. It, it's so top heavy in the NFC right now that I'm like, the Cardinals, like he said, nobody saw the Cardinals being in the position they are now. So they have to get to the Super Bowl this year. So I'm with Keith on that. If you look at it, Earl, this is what I, I thought about this. There's five teams in the NFC. And out of these five teams, just say one of them ain't going to fucking make it. You got the Cowboys. I, I got to put them here. I don't want to. The Cowboys, the Packers, the Bucks, the Cards. Who's the other team? Rams. Rams. Yeah, the Rams, yeah. Who the fuck is not making it? Like, you got those five teams. That's tough. And it, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, who do you pick? I don't know who you pick. Yeah. It's picking it poison, nothing. honestly. It's, it's top heavy, for sure. I, I'm going to eliminate the Cowboys if I pick anybody, but mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, but they're going to win the division, so. Um, all right, so moving on from that, uh, obviously we talked about the Colts and how they're probably they, – besides them and the Patriots, probably the two hottest teams right now. I mean, the Patriots, I'll continue to give Terrence some praise today. Uh, the Patriots are the hottest team right now, uh, but I'll also give the Colts a shout out. Um, so the Colts mollywopped the Bills, dropped a 41 to 15 piece on them. Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, and Derrick Henry's absence, I'm just saying, uh, has been balling out of control. Uh, what do we think about the Colts? Their defense has stepped up like crazy. Uh, Carson Wentz is borderline back where he was when he was playing with the, uh, I mean, he didn't do much this weekend. He didn't have to because they just put everything on Jonathan Taylor. But he's playing I got a, a lot side better. note, too. I got yes, a side note for this. That's just stat statistically is insane, right? Okay. So you have 
Jonathan Taylor, you know, now has you know moved into the number one rushing, you know, into in the league. Hold on, Derek are you, you going to talk about the two. carries? Are you going to talk about the carries? No, Derrick okay. Henry still is number two in yards. Okay, okay. Because right. we're gonna we're gonna get to the carry thing in a little bit, but um, we got we got to establish this, bro. Look at this. People were saying, remember I said Wentz going to the coast was a big deal. Remember yeah. I said in the offseason, I said this is a big deal. Everybody's like, no, it's not a big deal. It's he's not gonna do anything for him, right? This man has 2,000 yards passing, 2,484, right? He has 18 touchdowns and only three interceptions. Remember the problem with Philly was this motherfucker was throwing the ball away too much. It was and like, fumbles. Oh, it was turnovers, period. Oh it, was every, it was People every were talking turnover. About People were talking about Jameis. If you took away, like, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, take away the interceptions. Outside of Jameis, this dude turned the ball over more than anybody. Yeah, he was a turnover machine. Exactly. I definitely feel like the – you know, I think it looks good on their, you know, because this is what they want to do. They want to be a run the ball, play action off of it. They have guys that can make plays, and then they're defensively, they're one of the best defenses in the NFL as well. So if you're able to dominate the time of possession as well, that's also in their favor because you keep that defense, you know, fresh. I mean, you give yourself a really good chance to win the game. And I feel like, you know, it's working right now, but like you said, is it really – like sustainable? Is it really, I, I think you know, right to give Jonathan Taylor 30, 40 touches a game? You I know, think how long is he going to stay healthy getting all the touches? I think it's successful in the aspect of they trust Carson Wentz, which yeah. is a lot more than we can say for Tennessee. Because let's be honest, Carson Wentz, even with the knee surgeries, is a better pure talent than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I'm, I want yeah. people to know at talent level, I'm taking Carson Wentz. Yeah, easy, no questions asked, right? So you have that, but I like Terrence alluded to the too many carries. I'm not letting no running back touch the ball more than 30 times. Bro. Like, yeah. I don't even Derek Henry. Like I ain't doing it, bro. It's just too much of a beating, even with a great offensive line. So I'll give them they a got, pass. They got a couple backs too. They're, yeah. they're, they're like four that's running what, backs that, deep. That's what I was going to say. I'll give them a pass on this one week doing the 35 carries. Cause let's face it. The bills only their weakness is their interior defense. So they got decent pass rushers. But their big part of their defense is their secondary. So the fact that they knew we can't let the pass rushers get after Carson Wentz because he's made of glass and we got to, you know, expose that weakness. So I'll actually chalk it up to coaching. If you know when to do it, I guess it's not that bad. But if they make this a habit and do it every week, because Carson only threw 20 passes. There's a reason for that. They didn't want him dropping back that much. If they can get that, the only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that you still had Naheem Hines and he only had four carries. They didn't have oh, to kill insane. Jonathan, Terry's, Jonathan exactly. Taylor like that. But if you only do it once or twice in the season, I'm not I'm not too mad at it. Yeah, you can get away with wins throwing the ball 20 times. But like Nick said, just getting the Naheem carries up yeah. more. Just and then since, you, since you didn't trade Marlon Mack, you might as well throw his ass back into the three-ring circus nah. with those running backs. <laughs> at this like, point, you might as well release my man. Free, yeah. free Marlon. Yeah. Bro, shut <laughs> up. You know that <laughs> man Marlon. can get – the thing is – if Jonathan Taylor wasn't so good, he'd get more touches. It's just yeah. the fact of it is, all right, well, we're not going to cut Jonathan Taylor down too much for yeah. Naheem Hines and more than Matt. Like, hey, if Phillip it's just – is available too. Yeah. So, do we think in Derrick Henry's absence, and, you know, some of the quarterbacks' numbers have been, you know, obviously Lamar's still up there. Um, I, even despite the numbers, I mean, he'll have to fall out eventually. But Derrick Henry, if he came back tomorrow, would still be in the MVP – uh, Chase has Definitely. Jonathan Taylor been able to really start to make his own claim for MVP 
seeing how the Colts have taken off and the numbers that he's putting up. This is the number that I wanted to bring up. And I saw Keith arguing with someone about it earlier. It is crazy. And I do blame Tennessee for this. That's why he's hurt. But even though he's played three more games than Derrick Henry, he still has like 50 less carries and now has more yards and more touchdowns, averaging more yards to carry all that. Tennessee shit the bet on that because they, they they let go of all the that man's three games. Life. He's had three games and still hasn't touched him in carries. They let go of that man's weapons from last year with John Smith and Corey Davis. They didn't even offer Corey Davis a damn contract. Granted, yeah. Corey Davis ain't <laughs> spectacular, but he's a great solid number two to have. He ball for them though. He ball, exactly. he ball for them. He so did. if you could have kept him, even though Arthur Smith didn't stay, you could have kept some of the pieces in place. Yeah. Meaning that would have been fine. And maybe you didn't need to go snag Julio. I mean, granted, it doesn't hurt to have Julio, but it does now because he's injured. So you don't even have him. But, well, uh, I mean, honestly, with the way that they're playing and still winning games, I love Julio. I think he's the GOAT. You might not but, need him. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, they're still winning games. But the way Jonathan yeah. Taylor's rolling, the only way he's getting MVP, sad to say, he's going to have to clip the 2,000-yard mark, which I think yeah. even if he doesn't, he should get it if he finishes high. But we know it's a quarterback award. The yeah. NFL needs to At do something of, about yeah. it because I'm sick of this shit. Because <laughs> I get between Matt Judon, uh, we got uh, Jonathan Taylor. There's uh, a receiver I'm not named. I can't think of his name. Probably Debo Samuel. Oh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Debo Samuel, Cooper Cup. And people forget Debo Samuel's getting used like a running back at times, right? Yeah. They're not even thinking like, damn, bro. Some of these dudes could actually win MVP. I ain't named no quarterback since then. Yeah. So I don't know. I think what uh, the Colts are doing. Hopefully, they keep using Jonathan Taylor right. I hope he has a he finishes the season strong. Probably, I hope he clips the two thousand yard mark, and I hope yeah. Derrick Henry comes back and gives him more competition to clip the yeah. two thousand yard mark. Yeah. <laughs> Tess, what do you think? You think he has a realistic uh, look at the uh, the MVP? I mean, if he keeps up this type of performance, I think he does. But I hope they don't because you know it's, it's good to see somebody else you know getting the shine as well wouldn't obviously i don't want to see derrick Henry hurt but yeah it's also good to see someone else shining because um, it was derrick henry then 80 yards and then everything exactly. else. it'd be it'd be some bullshit though he gets it and derrick henry should have got like that doesn't get that it. would be some shit that <laughs> no some it, shit. i wouldn't even be i it ain't even funny to me because if i see some shit like that happen derrick henry should have <laughs> got it last year didn't I'm get gonna it oh, aaron Rodgers and go give him that Bro, I'd be so pissed <laughs> they do some shit like that. That don't yeah. make no sense. But it, it's it's insane. But I, I definitely think um, you know, he he be he be in the conversation for sure. Um, especially if he gets if he clips the the two thousand yard mark, I think he'll get it. But I mean, outside of that as well, I mean, he he's also a great receiving back as well. So he also yeah. gets a lot of touches out of the backfield catching the ball. So yeah, I mean. If he keeps up these type of performances, I definitely think he could, especially being there winning games and the way, you know, he's impacting his team and winning those games. So, yeah, I definitely think he, he would be in the conversation. To win I'll, I'll be straight up. I The reason why I just keep throwing people's names, I feel like every time I get on here, I try to throw someone else's name. Because I'm, I'm with you, Keith. I'm sick of just seeing quarterbacks every year just running away with it. Um, Honestly. The last one that I feel like genuinely hands down deserved was Lamar's because I mean, and, and Pat Mahomes and they were, you know, back to back them too. They, they deserved it because <laughs> they looked ridiculous. They were video game characters those years. But other than that, I feel like every year there's been a, been a claim. Aaron Rodgers is my favorite quarterback of all time. And even I'll admit Derek really probably should have got it because Aaron put up crazy numbers and put MVP numbers up. But Derek Henry is literally the heart and soul of that Tennessee offense. Like, 
I don't know. And you, ima- imagine that Judon keeps getting sacks yeah. and Trevon Diggs keeps picking people off. If you don't Diggs is the up, other one, bro. Bro, Diggs is the if, other one. Yeah. Diggs, I feel bad that we, that we took this on to bring him up. Cornerbacks that could just say, you're averaging a pick a game. Name the last time someone did that. I mean, the only people I can think of is either Ed or Marcus Peters. Yeah. And I don't think – I remember I counted up Marcus Peters. His ended early. Like, he almost had a pick a game early on. Yeah. And then I think, like, there was one week he didn't have one. But uh, Trevon Diggs didn't have one. But yeah, but then he's, but every he's time, had games where he snagged two. Yeah, that's Multiple, what I'm saying. Every yeah. time he doesn't get one, he gets two. It's like, okay, I missed one. I'll make it up next week. It's like, it's crazy. <laughs> um. All right, so this is, you know, we've been having our boy Ant on uh, as our special guest uh, the last couple of weeks. So we've been kind of slacking on the overtime, you know, just due to time restraints and things like that. But this week for the fans, we brought it back. So uh, y'all know, if you can remember, every time that I do it, I try to keep a theme when I do my questions. So who knows what's going on this week? It is Thanksgiving, so we got some Thanksgiving quizzes for y'all in the NFL. Let's see what we can do. All right. So the first one's going to be pretty easy. We're going to uh, go standard same. Uh, I'll let – let's see. Terrence, I'll let you go first, all right? All right, cool, cool. All right, cool, so yeah. there are two teams that always play on Thanksgiving Day. Who are those two teams? And I'm not giving options. Right. This is an easy one. Whew. Are they play each other or they just play? Well, I'm gonna need you. You look like you're on your phone, bro. What, what is what oh, he's doing? Now? I'm looking up Marcus oh, he's Peters. On the phone, Marcus bro. Peters. Marcus Peters. I was looking up Marcus Peters in right. This is tough. There are man. two teams. I'm so offended that y'all don't know this. Two no, but I'm saying, are, are we just saying they play each other? Like, they I play on, they play on Thanksgiving Day. It's crazy because I think I know one, but then I don't think I know the other. Can I go? If, all right, Terrence, are you relinquishing your number one? I want to say, what, what if I, what if I, do I get a point for saying one of this? <laughs> no, nah, you got to get both. We don't, we don't give half points around here. Man, I'm going to say. Bro, I'm so disappointed in y'all right now. What? I'm going, this is I'm, easy. I'm going, I'm going Cowboys and Bears. Cowboys and Bears. All right, who you got? I was going to Cowboys. This. Cowboys and. Uh. I hate both y'all right now. I really don't know. Cowboys and I, I low key, I feel like it's. I don't know. No, you done. The Washington done. football team. <laughs> no, it's not. I feel like it's the Cowboys and the Lions, ain't it? It is, bro. I'm gonna give you that point, but goddamn, like, yeah. Well, how do y'all not know this? It's the sorry no, everyone laughs I, because the Detroit bro. Lions play first because they're the sorriest team in football. I know it's bro. the Cowboys, but the, the Bears, the Bears, I think played everyone but last year. Have they? Well, because that's the thing. It's always like a rival. It's typically a rivalry game. Like it'll be the Cowboys and the Eagles or the Cowboys. And, you know, it's typically like it's not always like that. Um, but yeah, yeah I couldn't think of who it was. I know it's the Lions, Cowboys, but I couldn't think of the other Lions and the Cowboys every Thanksgiving. Yeah. They don't play yeah. each other. They play on the day, though. Because um, Calvin had some crazy ass Thanksgiving game one year, I think. All right. So since its inception in 1966, when they do the Thanksgiving Day games, the Dallas Cowboys have only missed. How many games since 1966? Is it one, two, three, or four? Terrence, I'll let you – or actually, Keys, I'll let you go first since you had that one. You're saying three? Mm-hmm. All right, Terrence, what you got? I'm going to go – just because I don't think it's one, I'm going to go one. Okay, well, 
Could have been Maybe two. y'all got it. It was two. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say two. <laughs> it was it was seventy three and seventy or seventy five and seventy seven were the two years. That they I was had. gonna say two, but I was like, uh, yeah, so fun. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be one. So. Yeah. All right. So the highest scoring Thanksgiving game was forty four to forty, and Detroit played in that game. They played one of their division rivals. Who was that division rival? The Packers. Okay. Terrence, who you got? I'm trying to pick somebody else, but. uh, And not surprisingly, Detroit lost, but. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go Vikes or something. You know, Vikings. All right. Well, I appreciate your your sportsmanship, but you also got shot in the foot because it was the Packers. Uh, (laughs) It was was, was Aaron's comeback game where he threw the Hail Mary, wasn't it? No, it was in 1986, but oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got lucky as hell. I was right. betting on it was that game, too. I thought it was that game. I was like, yes, it was this game. All right, so Detroit fans, y'all are going to hate me because we're still going to keep beating up on y'all's team because y'all play <laughs> every Thanksgiving, and y'all do not deserve it. But anyway, Detroit also ha- was a part of the biggest blowout on Thanksgiving Day history. They got beat 47-10 to 10 by this team in the AFC South. What team was it? Terrence, you're going first this time. To the AFC South mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. It got to be 40-something to nothing, you said? Yeah, and I'll give you all a hint. Yeah, it, it was 2000, or I'll give you all a time frame. It was 2008, that year that they went 0-16. Trash. Um, can I go <laughs> with <laughs> 2008? Ooh. You know, Dan Orlovsky running out the back of the end zone. I'm gonna well, go that with, wasn't that um, game, but I'm going to go with the Colts. You're going to stick with Indianapolis? Yeah. All right. Keith, who you got? Uh, I want to say it's the Colts was Peyton, but bro, I'm going to go Houston. You know, Houston? Yeah. Well, it was the uh, Tennessee Titans beat them. Oh, that's four, crazy because I was thinking that too. Yeah. I was thinking out of Indianapolis and Tennessee. Bro. I don't know. I, don't I know. thought it was definitely Indy because of Peyton Manning, but I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do some weird shit. And say I was thinking Houston. Chris Johnson. That's what I was thinking. So it was the CJ2K year. So that was. Uh, I was thinking Chris Johnson, bro, but yeah. I still. I was trying to give you all a time frame to get. But then I, as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, shit, Peyton played. I was like, oh, they're, they're about to say Peyton. I was, you know, yeah. But, yeah. you know, the funny shit about CJ2K is that man was really running sweeps and jet sweeps and hitting like bro. the out holes. And he made, he destroying people. Dude, he literally was like, he made me maybe make one move and then just gone. It was like, bro, was it was so needed. crazy. It was he, like, he was like the Tyreek Hill of running backs. Jit was only running between like four holes and they're yeah. all were on the outside. Like, what do you mean that he was cooking he just, people like that? He just turned the burners on and said he did the, he was gone. So that was Boy. it. That shit was crazy, bro. That shit, it but made all right. Sense. We back on some bullshit again. Keith won in uh, overtime. Yeah, you know, I got. Y'all started on the easiest fucking question. Uh, I gotta, I gotta keep my crown on me. You know, I keep. (laughs) You gotta let me gloat. You know, just, just like that. You know, hopefully, somebody someday, somebody come on this show. Hey, somebody answers me by default. I'm gonna just throw that disclaimer on you. Well, all right. Uh, That's been covered for with the guys. Uh, Appreciate y'all coming out. Y'all have a good night.